I was just thinking earlier today about how different life was a year or two ago. I mean, we were all at home and with our friends or family. I remember I had a group of people who I allowed myself to see during the thick of COVID-19. I feel like it was really changed my perspective on relationships and boundaries with people, especially with my parents. As a young adult who was sent home her freshman year of college, it was definitely a weird situation because I developed a sense of independence, but was forced to go back to an environment where I do not have independence. And it was definitely a struggle for not only me, but also those around me. Yeah, Sam and Megan, I was also thinking about that the other day, which is ironic because the topic of today is actually COVID bubbles. Hey, everybody. My name is Megan. My name is Karina. I'm Vivian. And I'm Sam. Welcome to the first episode of Hanging Out with the Babes. This episode, will be, we will be discussing the recent trend of COVID bubbles and how it has affected the population today. What even is a COVID bubble, Megan? Well, a COVID bubble is a small group of friends or relatives who decide to follow the rules of COVID-19 together to keep each other safe. During lockdown, many people stayed in their in their own houses with members of their family. People who stayed together during the months of quarantine were considered to be in a COVID bubble. Okay, so according to Hackensack Meridian Health, social bubbles are research proven to help slow the spread of COVID-19 because they limit the number of people whom you meaningfully interact with. Many experts suggest capping a bubble at around 10 people, which may be two or three households. That's funny that you said that, Megan. Still to this day, I think that my COVID bubble has saved me for the better during isolation. Oh my gosh, me too, Karina. I feel that I have a much better connection with my friends, not to mention we've been communicating much better together. COVID totally brought us together. Yeah, I feel that I rely more on my family than I do with anybody else because of how much time I spent with them. I don't know what my relationship with my family would be like without COVID. Okay, well, I did not have the same experience as you guys did. I was totally and completely alone during COVID because I live um, five and a half hours away from my family. I was unable to travel to see them because of the travel restrictions and the risks. So I would FaceTime them every day, but it just wasn't the same as being able to see them in person. Oh gosh, Vivian. How do you feel mentally now that isolation is over because of that? Yeah, so I definitely think I'm more independent, which is crazy because I thought I would feel the complete opposite. Before COVID, I felt I was unable to be alone and I always needed to be by my friends, but now I feel totally comfortable doing things on my own. Even though I appreciate my alone time, I definitely have been enjoying reconnecting with people as the increase in people who are vaccinated is a thing. Now that I think about it, Vivian, I am the complete opposite. When thinking about my mental health now because of the COVID bubble, I feel that I have to be by my family at all times. Like I literally drove home five hours just to see them this past weekend when I stayed home for 18 hours just to see them. I don't know how to really be alone without wanting to be with another person. I feel like I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum as you, Karina. I've always been a very social person and I really enjoyed other people's company. But during COVID, I was a freshman in college and when we got sent home, I had to isolate with my family for many months, and it became a super toxic environment, even to the point where my parents separated, and ever since then, I'm no longer dependent on people and prefer to be alone. Wow, it really is so interesting that we all had different experiences with such a universal topic like COVID. I was super independent before COVID, but now I've grown to love the company of those around me. I never really had a healthy relationship like I do now before isolating with my friends during COVID. I realized I actually prefer not to be alone. When I have relationships with people who push me to be the absolute best version of myself, I seek out more and more and more time with them. Okay, now that you have heard all of our perspectives on the COVID bubble issue, it is time to listen to a caller on their perspective of how COVID bubbles impacted their lives. Everybody say welcome, Carson. Hi, Carson. Hey, can you guys hear me? 
Yeah, we can hear you. Welcome. All right. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me on your podcast. Of course. Thank you so much for taking the time and coming in. Yeah, definitely. So, Carson, the topic of conversation today is COVID bubbles. Uh, is that the group of people that we stayed with during isolation? Yes, you're totally right. Uh, we wanted to get your perspective on how these bubbles have impacted your personal mental health, as well as your relationship with others, and just kind of what overall your isolation experience was like. Yeah, COVID was good and bad for me in so many different ways. I was stuck at college isolating with my friends and unable to go home because of the travel restrictions. It was fun in the beginning, but when isolation just kept continuing, all we wanted to do was be alone. Now I feel that I have a hard time being alone and always need to be with people, which is really annoying. And it kind of stinks. I wish I could feel comfortable being alone. But with that being said, I still struggle communicating productively with the people that I quarantined with during the beginning of COVID, even though I do not like to be away from them. Well, as you know, our title of this podcast is Hanging with the Babes. And according to the U.S. Army, around 90% of Americans display codependent tendencies. And our purpose at Babe and with this podcast is to provide education for maintaining healthy codependent relationships as we have seen and researched the benefits. It sounds to me that you have developed unhealthy boundaries in your current codependent relationships with your roommates. I never thought about it that way. It totally makes sense. I do love my friends, but sometimes it's just so toxic. Do you have any advice for those who are going through the same thing as myself? You definitely came to the right place. Mark Manson, an expert on codependent relationships and building strong boundaries, says that people with poor boundaries typically come in two flavors. Those who take too much responsibility for the emotions or actions of others and those who expect others to take too much responsibility for their own emotions or actions. Setting boundaries, if it is a new idea to you, is a hard thing to do. When I am struggling to set up healthy boundaries for myself, I always try to think of the quote my mom told me growing up. Um, The quote is, I am not setting up boundaries because I am an asshole. I am setting up boundaries to prevent me from becoming an asshole. Wow, that's an awesome quote, Vivian. Wait, so how would you guys define healthy personal boundaries? Sometimes I feel like it's such a broad topic that can be different for each and every individual. Babe uses the definition of healthy personal boundaries given by Sarah Wheeler, the creator of the blog Mom Spreading, which I love. Sarah defines the idea as taking responsibility for your own actions and emotions while not taking responsibility for the actions and emotions of others. We love Sarah Wheeler here at Babe. I definitely struggle with advocating for my own wants and needs. I always feel like I am a burden and hyperfixate over the emotional state of those around me. That's totally normal. Society has made it very hard to advocate for yourself without feeling as though you're selfish. Sarah Wheeler gave me the tip of repeating the saying, I'm okay, they're okay, we're okay, when I'm having moments of doubt regarding my relationships. That is really good advice. I'm definitely going to practice setting up boundaries for myself and those around me, as well as use some of the coping skills you guys mentioned today. I feel like I can accomplish having healthy codependent relationships with the people I love. Thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your day, Carson. Goodbye, ladies. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but our time here is sadly coming to an end. Uh, The worst part. But thank you so much for listening, and remember to follow our socials, which are linked in our bio. Thank you again, and always remember, bring a bestie everywhere. We love you all. Bye.